0: Perik Periktes Mishnah Zion 97. In the previous Mishnah, we had Rabbi Kiva who taught that if you have a neder which includes multiple elements, uh, for example, many days in which one couldn't eat meat, let's say, and it turns out that there was a mistake regarding one of those elements. In the previous Mishnah, the case was in those days there was a Shabbos or Yom Tov, which one didn't mean to include a neder against eating meat. So, since part of the neder isn't fulfilled. And campy is when the men's be fulfilled, then the whole neder um, is battle and not and not uh, not binding. We have a uh, further example here of that principle. It says Ketzad, How is another example of this principle that, as the mission said in the previous line, haneder shahutar miktsaso. If part of the neder um, is not valid, and not binding, then the whole thing is not valid, and not binding. So the mission says, Amar, if a person says konum a person takes a nether um, against providing benefit to anybody in a, in a group. There are ten men in a group, and he takes nether against all of them. But it turns out that uh, he didn't realize one of the people in the group was his own father, let's say. So he didn't mean to restrict his father. So that's one person who was a mistake. So it says the Mishnah, Huter echad mehen, If one of them is ruled to not have been intended to be included in a the nether, then all of them... Uh, remain unrestricted by the netter, since the netter was a binding, since, as Rabbi Kiva taught, if it's partially not binding, then it's entirely not binding. Now, the mission continues with a new case, which actually um, is, an, I'll call it an exception, doesn't follow the previous rule. If a person says, A person says, there's Mr. A, there's Mr. B, there's Mr. C, and he says he won't get benefit from any of them. But... As um, despite what the Mishnah says here, um, this is going to be a different case than the previous line where we had a group of people and he took one net against all of them. Here he makes a net against multiple people in a group, but um, the netter is structured such that he takes a netter against Mr. A, and then he says Mr. B is forbidden to me like Mr. A, and he says that Mr. C is forbidden to me like Mr. B, and so on. So they're like they're linked together, each one sort of. Contingent upon, based upon the previous, so then, If for whatever reason the neder that is applied to Mr. A, the first one in the chain, um, is released for whatever reason, whatever the mechanism is, so then hutru So then all the other ones will become permitted as well. Why is that the case? Because remember the the How hatara uh, works is that you say retroactively it wasn't binding. So if the net against Mr. A actually never took effect. And then the net against Mr. B was structured as B is forbidden to me like A is. Well, since A retroactively isn't forbidden, so then neither is B. And same for C and so on. So therefore, if you are Hutra rishon, if you release the binding nether on the first one in the chain, Hutra Kulan, everyone who follows also is permitted. In contrast, Hutra Akron, if one finds a way to cancel um the vow that was against the last person in the chain mr c let's call it so then yes there's no nether with respect to the mr c but mr b and mr a who were earlier on in the chain uh all those guys still remain forbidden because their nether was not contingent upon anyone or anything so that's a different different story here now the next line of the mishnah says if the middle person let's say mr b um became unrestricted by whatever mechanism, that the nether wasn't binding to him. So, him and everyone down the chain after that, meaning Mr. C, would be also permitted, because C was like B, and B isn't forbidden, so therefore C isn't forbidden. But above Mr. B in the chain, meaning Mr. A, also remains restricted by the nether. Now, the truth is, you might ask, what actually is this chiddish here, this last sentence about the middle one, we just learned the principles from the previous two cases. It's a good question. It seems uh, most likely that this line of the Mishnah actually is from a Brisa, which got squeezed in, found its way into the Mishnah, erroneously, later on. So it probably doesn't belong here at all. last part of the Mishnah says, um, a a new point, it says, Mm -hmm. If a person says, I won't um, get benefit from Mr. A, his, his benefit from him is like a Corbin to me, and then Mr. B, his benefit to me is like a Corbin. Since he's saying the word korban twice, it's clear there are two separate standalone nadarm, and, and that being the case, each one is totally independent of the other. And therefore, even though he might have said it all in like one long, you know, sentence with semicolons or something, so to speak. So Srich and Pesach Kol echad he still will need a Pesach for each one individually, since there's a, a separate nether being taken against each and every one, um, separately. Now, the way this mission reads, it sounds like if he didn't make some sort of very explicit like Mention the word carbon, let's say, to make two different the um, But rather, if he says something like "lazel, lazel like the Mishnah says, but as I said, not what the Mishnah means. The Mishnah means the case. Of the Mishnah is has to be that in the first part of the Mishnah that he says B is like A and C is like B. But what happens if a person said, "I um, restrict benefit, you know, for myself to you and you and you, or just to you, you and you?" So, but no mention of carbon again. So the truth is that's actually a Makhlukis, um tanaim already. Our Mishnah seems to be going like Rabbi Shimon who says you need to mention like the word korban or repeat the word shvu or something again to make it be multiple um, odes, which would be binding. But if a person said you, you, and you, that'd be like one single case. And if you could uproot one, you could uproot them all. The Chum disagree, and we'll learn that even in the case of if a person says um, you know you, and you and you, that's like three separate madarm. You don't have to mention korban again and again and again. Um, and actually this La actually both shittas, the yesh omram and yesh omra both brought down in the shulchan aruch uh, meaning if a person says um, i take an error against you and you and you or even you you and you uh, it's a question if you can if you know one of them if you can know them all if you need to know the other ones or not.